Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps you to spice up your socials. I'm your host, Hannah, a social media manager and coach, and I bring you the latest social media trends, as well as tips and tricks on how to leverage social media for your business every Wednesday. Now, let's talk socials. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. Last week in my Instagram stories, I asked you whether you wanted to read about option A or option B in last week's newsletter. Option A was to read about the tools that I use as a social media manager to kind of make my life easier and yeah, make managing social media pages easier. Option B was to read about the Instagram story mistakes that I see people make. And the majority of people wanted to see the tools, so that was what last week's newsletter was all about. But I, of course, couldn't disappoint everyone who voted for the story mistakes. So this is why you're getting a full episode on all the mistakes that I see people make and that I think are keeping them from getting more clients on Instagram. This episode could easily be a two-hour episode <laughs> if I were to talk about all the story mistakes that I see people make on Instagram. As you can imagine, I spend quite a lot of time on this app um, and on other social media platforms as well. And I see similar mistakes all the time. I'll try to summarize them a little bit and choose the ones that I think are the ones that are really keeping you from getting more clients from Instagram. The first one is that you don't understand the purpose of stories and their place in the overall social media strategy. Now, I won't go into all too much detail on that because I teach this exact framework in my paid coaching program that is going to launch in February and I think it wouldn't be fair to the students that are going to enroll in it to tell you everything here for free. But here's what you need to know. Stories are meant for the middle and mostly the lower end of the sales funnel. And all the other posts, feed posts, carousel posts, even reels, they probably should come first in your customer journey. That's all I can tell you here. So if you just use stories to share your feed posts, which is something that I see all the time, then you're completely neglecting the purpose of stories because you're simply again serving the purpose that feed posts have in your social media strategy and i totally get it that when you come up with an amazing post that you want people to see it but stories are here to tell stories there is this one person that i follow on instagram who literally only reposts her feed posts onto her stories. And it's basically just old posts, so like from a year ago or two years ago even. And every time I see her stories, I'm just like, ugh, I don't need to see that in your stories. I can see it on your feed. If I'm interested in seeing your posts, then I will go to your feed and read them there. I don't need to see them in your stories again. And in the end, I think a lot of people have that thought and that is going to lead to you having lower engagement from your stories because people learn that you don't post anything valuable there on your stories. So they start not looking at them anymore. And then you end up at the end of their story list and they never watch your stories again. And then you have the problem of low story views. And then, of course, you get not really encouraged to post more stories because, you know, you get 10 views or something and it's just a bad spiral from there on. So try to understand that you need to provide some sort of value to your viewers that they can't get anywhere else. 
What you can do, of course, is if you have a post and it has a really great caption, what you can do is kind of take that caption and talk about the post in your stories for the people who haven't seen the feed post. That would be an option, but then you have to put it into a different format. There is no point in just copying the feed post into the stories because it's just the same again. People who have seen the feed post, they might watch your stories or the other way around, but not necessarily. So try to put it into a story format at least, convert it from a feed post into a story post, just copy the caption and talk about it or you know split it up into a few slides but don't just share your post into your stories and the thing was a few weeks or even months ago instagram announced that they would face out the share to your stories feature and everyone was panicking they were like oh my god i can't share my posts to the stories anymore what am i gonna do now and I actually had the opposite reaction. I was like, yeah, that's a good thing because I'm sick of seeing posts from people in their stories. It's it's really annoying me, actually, because I feel like a lot of people don't take the time to come up with a story strategy and then they just repost their feed posts in there. And that's not what stories are here for. I'm not saying you can't share any posts in there. I see a lot of people that use this feature quite well, that they talk about something and then they're like, look, I actually saw this post from this other person and I really enjoyed it and I thought you might enjoy it as well. And they kind of talk about it still and give a bit of extra value to their audience or provide their opinion on the topic. And that's a good way of using that feature. But to just repost your own feed posts, mm, I'm not such a big fan. <laughs> Stories are here to provide an insight into your day-to-day -day life or you could do a mini training like I do every Tuesday. If you didn't know that, check out my stories on Tuesday. We always do mini training Tuesday on there. You could share more personal insights into your life. But if it's exactly the same as what you're showing in your feed, why should people watch your stories? Just keep that in mind. The second mistake I see people make is that they don't show their face. And I know it's scary to take out your phone, record a story with you talking, um, but that's the best way to increase your story views and to make it easier for clients to inquire with you. I made a complete separate episode about this. It's episode number six, where I talked about why this is so important, especially as a service provider. So definitely listen to that one as well if you haven't already. But basically, it all has to do with risk. Buying a service is more risky than buying a product that you can simply return or ask for a refund. Which means that if you are a service provider, you need to put in more effort to gain someone's trust, right? And how are you going to do that if you don't even show your face? I mean, let's be honest, would you hire someone to, I don't know, write your website copy or design your website, do some graphic design for you, even manage your social media pages? If you have never seen that person's face, I mean, there are so many faceless corporations out there, agencies and all that. But I think the advantage that you have as a small business is that people can connect a face to it. So if you as a small business that provides a service are not showing your face, you're not using that to your advantage. So if you want to take your Instagram strategy seriously, you need to start showing up more 
and let people see what you look like. It's not just about your face, but also your gestures, your facial expressions and your body language in general. That really helps with building trust. Another reason why showing your face is so important is because the human brain is drawn to other human faces. So when someone is swiping through stories and it's all just photos, videos or reshared photos, let's be honest, without people maybe, then suddenly there is a face, someone talking, someone, you know, using their hands to talk. The brain of the person who is watching will be drawn to that. And voila, you have their attention. And that is what it's all about nowadays. The attention spans of people are getting so short, they decide within milliseconds if they want to watch your story further or not. So if there's no face in there, you already have a disadvantage compared to the stories where there is a face. Now, I know, like I said, it can be scary to start showing up more, but it is going to make a big big difference. The last mistake I see is that people focus the attention of the viewer onto themselves instead of the value they provide. What do I mean with that? People focus too much on posting stories that are easy for them to make instead of thinking what would be useful to their audience. Plus, they will say things like, oh, sorry, guys, my hair looks just weird today. Oh, it's so greasy. Oh, sorry, I didn't have time to wash it. But, you know, just don't look at it. Don't mind it. Or things like, I'm so tired today. I didn't sleep. Or but anyways, you know, let's get started and things like that before they even start talking. And I know that this is actually an attempt to make themselves feel more comfortable, feel better in front of of the camera it's because they might not know what to say or they might just not feel comfortable talking to the camera and that is why they are trying to make themselves feel more comfortable by saying these things and kind of trying to divert the attention towards them but first of all negative self-talk is not cool so we don't need that and secondly what you're actually doing is pulling all the attention away from the topic and the viewer or ideal client towards yourself and this will give the viewer the feeling that what they need to hear or what they are struggling with is not as important it's more important what you look like how you feel and that's not the point of being a service provider on Instagram. You are there, you have your profile on Instagram to serve your audience and not to feel better about yourself. As a little recap and to add some more tips in here for you, whenever you hop on stories, try to first think of what you want to say and scrap all of these little sentences. We really don't need them. Try to be more mindful when you record stories and I know it's really weird to rewatch your stories and hear yourself talk. I really disliked that as well in the beginning. But after some time, you're going to get used to it and you won't even notice that it's you talking anymore. Uh, same with podcast episodes. After a while, it's just like editing someone else's voice. It doesn't really feel like your own anymore. So make an effort, listen to your stories again. And if you feel like you have way too many of these little sentences or filler words, don't delete it. It's all right. But next time before you record a story, remember, that you didn't want to use these little sentences anymore and just you know keep it short keep it to the point and 
avoid all of these little attention focusing sentences. Then I always want you to think of the fact that you should provide some sort of value when you make stories. For example, if you are a website designer and you are working on a client's website, don't just show that, but maybe explain a little bit more what you are doing for the client or maybe what programs you're using or what things you are helping the client with. For example, you are saving them time or money because they don't have to wing it themselves. That will be much more valuable to your audience compared to just showing a snippet of your day. Now, I'm not saying you have to provide value in every single story because some stories are also just there to kind of show your day-to-day life a little bit, to gain the trust of your audience and show your personality. But the majority of the posts should have some value in them. Coming back to the feed post thing, a simple reshare of a feed post is not valuable to me. Another example, if you are a nutritionist, for example, what you could do instead of just showing your lunch that you're eating, which I see a lot of people do as well, just add a little recipe or say, this lunch, um, I'm eating this lunch because it has these micro and macronutrients, or I enjoy this lunch because it's really easy, it only takes me three steps, etc. So try to always provide something valuable to your audience instead of focusing on stories that are easy for you to make. And lastly, as I said, show your beautiful face. Nobody notices if your hair is a little greasy or if you have under eye bags. And even if you're just human like everyone else, and that is going to add some relatability to your whole business. If you feel like you won't be able to overcome this fear of showing your face on camera by yourself, I do have a whole course about that. It's called the Camera Confidence course and it has helped me and many students to be more comfortable in front of the camera, to just have the right mindset of how you should go about all of that. So if you're interested in that, I'll link the, all the information in the show notes as well. That was it from my side today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you took some value out of it and that you're going to use the information that you got today to make better stories in the future. If you enjoyed the episode, please let me know. Tag me in your stories. I I always love to see where you're listening to my podcast, what you're doing while you're listening and yeah, let me know how you liked it. I'll talk to you next Wednesday when it's again time to talk socials.